At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Out of the skies, a 24-minute interview Draymond Green, Kevin Durant. <laughs> it, this thing was incredible. Now, George, I do want to get to one specific soundbite that seems to be making headlines, but then what I want to do is kind of peel back the layers of the interview itself because I thought you and I both found it to be a very compelling interview between Draymond Green and Kevin Durant, but where I want to start is with the kind of signature of of the interview itself and the, the quote that has made quite a few headlines, which is essentially, if you remember 2018, the end of of the run we're wondering is Kevin Durant possibly going to leave Golden State in the offseason he has this dust up with Draymond Green the two of them address that issue in a 24 minute interview with Bleacher Report today for my own personal sanity because I've been getting kicked ever since you left so just for my own personal sanity how much did our argument against the Clippers drive you to ultimately lead the Warriors it wasn't the argument, it was the, the way that everybody, Steve Kerr act like it didn't happen, Bob Myers and tried to just discipline you and think that that would put the mask over everything. We had to get that all out. I don't think we did that and we tried to dance around it. I just didn't like how all of that, just the vibe between all of that, it just made weird to me. Like I, we didn't show that and I, that's what rubbed me the wrong way more than anything. 
So really quick, George, it goes on to say they discuss a little bit more about Steve Kerr, about Bob Myers. First, just that initial reaction. You've been in locker rooms. I know you, there's been you know personal stuff, professional stuff that goes on. Um, just your reaction to the guy saying it was really more not about the situation itself, but how it was managed by, but how it was handled by management. They didn't get to the root of the cause. They kind of let it fester, and that's what Draymond Green and Kevin Durant are both saying now in hindsight led to the breakup of the Warriors nah fam I'm I'm, I'm, I'm not <laughs> buying you. this at all I'm I'm not and the reason why I'm not buying it is because these are two grown adults these are two grown men and Draymond Green in the interview said only me and KD could have fixed this you didn't fix it yes you didn't fix it that means but mind you they're cool now you saw what happened with the Olympic team after they did. We're on IG Live together. They seem very close. All of those things on the Olympic team. So something has transpired between then and now where they're back cool, right? So while Bob Myers and Steve Kerr probably did handle things incorrectly and probably did bear some responsibility in the situation. They also are not the, 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 the people who are in the situation. Only Kevin Durant and Draymond Green could fix the situation. And truthfully, Draymond Green did need to apologize and maybe not for, for his sentiment, but for the fact that he did it publicly, that may be the thing that he needed to apologize for. Because if you call me out of my name out in the public I, at the, with the same energy that you put out there in the world, I'm going to need you to apologize with that same energy. I don't want it just in private. I want you to be like, yo, yeah, me and KD talks. And, you know, it wasn't right for me to say that in front of everybody. That was m messed up, blah, blah, blah. But we're we're going to handle the rest of it behind closed doors. And that's where they lost me there. Because I'm like, I'm not buying that, bro. I am well, not buying the fact that you just that you're going to try to pin this on your coaches when you were two grown men and you could have handled the situation better. Well, and it's really funny because if you listen to the entire interview, which, again, is really good, we'll break uh, down further details momentarily but if you listen to the full interview they just kind of both say yeah it was it was Bob Myers and Steve Kerr's fault and then they don't really explain why and Kevin Durant who I thought was awesome in this interview this is not a tear down Kevin Durant thing it's actually no the way. yeah I thought it was actually the opposite I thought he was awesome but you know he does this thing of you know well I watched the last dance and there's the moment in the last dance where Scottie Pippen uh you know doesn't take the last shot and the whole team jumps on him and I wanted my teammates to hold me accountable and so I'm with you, George, in that it feels like it, it reminded me, and I, I don't have children, but it reminded me of two kids. They both screw up, and rather than blaming each other, they both broke the window, throw, you know, having a catch in the backyard. It's somehow mom and dad's fault. It's somehow the neighbor's fault. It, it's somebody else, they were holding cigarettes for somebody else. Go ahead, George. I know you want to get in. Well, I, I think that they also, that Kevin Durant did make a, a decent point there where where he brought up the last dance. I agree, where, but that's not a that's not a Steve Kerr uh Bob well, Myers thing. That's a that's a locker room thing. Go ahead. 
I I think it was a combination of both that the that the players in the locker room failed in the situation too because they needed to be like yo Draymond that was that was messed up especially and they may not have known it in that moment because there are heated things that go on but after they see the way that it got blown up you needed Clay Thompson and and Steph Curry to come over and be like hey yo. That ain't it, fam. Sure. Or they, or they may, or they may have, but not necessarily publicly in front of everybody else. They, they may have, but Draymond may have been bullheaded enough in that situation to not be able to let common sense get in the way of his argument. And 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 sometimes when you get extremely passionate about something that you care about something, he cares about the Warriors, that team. He was frustrated that KD wanted to to leave because he even said it, that he thought KD was already out the door and that that was really what the root of his anger was. And I think that that's the next evolution for us as people is that a lot of times people just say, oh, I'm mad. I'm angry. I'm angry. I was pissed off. I did this. But in reality, what's the actual emotion behind that? Draymond Green's feelings were hurt. His feelings were were hurt that this dude that they put so much time, energy, and effort with wanted to just walk out of the door, and he didn't feel like he was there. He felt shunned. He felt uh, like, like, like that's what he was actually mad about. It wasn't anything else. It was that his feelings were were hurt and that he was upset and that that's what needs to be acknowledged and not so much, oh, well, I was just pissed in the situation. No, you, you your feelings were hurt, Draymond. A hundred percent. I want to transition to the bigger, uh, you know, the the theme of the interview, and and that was a few things. Is one again this soundbite, the sound that we just played of Kevin Durant, Draymond Green, uh, that's the one that's making the headlines. But you and I both took the same thing out of the interview as a whole, and obviously, you know, listen to the Doug Gottlieb show and listen to Fox Sports Radio. But when you have a moment, also check out this interview solely because it was Kevin Durant, real raw, uncut. Uh, Draymond Green did an excellent job asking the questions that we wanted to hear and Kevin Durant basically answered every question that we would want answered of Kevin Durant uh, in terms of what's it like to be uh, teammates with Kyrie Irving and James Harden Uh, what was it like with Russell Westbrook and OKC why did you leave OKC why did you use the burner accounts and what I'll say about this George is the, the interview as a whole, I think it opened up my eyes to something that I've mentioned many times here on the Fox Sports Radio Airwaves, and that's that I have been so impressed with the evolution of Kevin Durant as a man. And he even talks about that as well as, you know, not having kids, not having a family, why his, his you know, craft is still so important to him. But, you know, this was a guy that I think, I don't think he, I don't want to do the armchair analysis. I know him better than he knows himself. That's not what I'm saying. But it was clear that he was a different dude when he got to Golden State. I don't think he was necessarily ready for a lot of the vitriol and anger that came with it, which he talks about in that interview. Um, and now I see this guy. He's calm. He's withdrawn. He understands who he is. Yeah, I'll go after you on my burn. I'll go after you on Twitter, but I'm not using a burner account. I am who I am. You can respect me. You cannot respect me, but I am not going to change who I am. And and I respect this version of Kevin Durant so much. I mean, even going back to the playoffs when there was all sorts of issues, it seemed like he was kind of the voice of reason within that locker room when Kyrie was saying crazy stuff and he was stomping on the court and people were throwing bottles at him. Uh, you know, I just have been so impressed with this evolution of Kevin Durant. And by the way, credit to Draymond Green for doing a heck of an interview to get that out of him. 
Yeah, I I thought that you had Kevin Durant and Draymond Green come off very, very well, right? Because people really enjoy when people are genuine and authentic. And it was... uh, There's so many people that call Kevin Durant thin-skinned. They call him sensitive. They call him all these things. But after the interview, I was left more with... Wow, this is a dude who's comfortable being Kevin Durant. Agreed. Maybe he wasn't comfortable with everything that came along with that 10 years ago, five years ago, whatever it is. But the guy that is standing in front of us right now, this dude is good in terms of like he's fine being being him. He understands his place in the game. He understands what he has to prove, what he doesn't have to prove, and he knows what he wants. And, And I think that that's the most you know, like the the best thing that people can take away from you when you do something is say, okay, this dude loves what he does, which yeah, he loves ball. This dude loves everything that he, that, that he's got going on. He appreciates it and he works hard. Like what, what else could you want out of a guy? A hundred percent. And that, and that was what stood out. And there was even a quote within there of look, man, I don't talk politics. I don't talk religion. I don't talk anything other than ball. I am who I am. And you just have to, like, he didn't even say you have to respect who I am. He's like, I don't talk about my money. I don't talk about this. I just care about my craft. And so, you know, we could put a button on this, George, but I just feel like this is a guy that, again, for those first two, three years, I mean, he was so beloved in Oklahoma City. Uh, You go back and there was that famous Mr. Unreliable headline that, that I think really shook him up. He goes to Golden State and and now you just see a guy that's comfortable in his own skin. And he even said, I'm evolving. I'm glad I don't have kids because if I had kids, uh, I'm so different now 10 years ago than I am today. And so I just thought it was a really cool insight into Kevin Durant. And as you said, I thought Draymond Green did a heck of a job asking the right questions and getting a lot out of him. Oh, for sure. For sure. I, it, it was a good interview. And mo- most of all, it was think think about this. It was compelling enough that I went and downloaded an app so I could watch it like that was the, the and I think that that was the biggest win out of the whole thing is that if you are the the uh, the company because it was on Bleacher Report, if you got people, if you created content that's compelling enough that you got people to go download an app the way they could l- listen to it. And then, and now the next time Draymond Green put, puts out an interview, yep. I'm going to go listen. Me Are too. you? No, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yep. So, and, so I thought it was an overall win b- because of that part of yes, it. Yes. I don't know if any of them will be as compelling as Kevin Durant just because of the narrative, but I'm with you. I thought Draymond did well. And I actually am genuinely curious to see what else he has up his sleeve. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash TheShot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. So joining us now, Fox Sports Radio legal analyst Amy Dash. And Amy, uh, you know, Amy has this uh, uh, media entity called uh, the um, League of Justice. And you talk about coming in with a bang, Amy Dash. I mean, you, you had Tony uh, Tony Busby, who, of course, is the, the, the local, uh, you know, he's obviously going against Deshaun Watson. Explain what you got from uh, Tony Busby uh, in your interview with him late last week. Sure, yes. It was our inaugural article, and uh, Busby basically told me that the FBI is investigating Deshaun Watson. Um, he, he later backtracked a little bit when I went public with it. Luckily, I had recorded the conversation and told him I was recording it and um, stood by my reporting. And then today, Rusty Hardin, Deshaun Watson's attorney, came in with a confirmation that, yes, for, for months, both of them have confirmed that the FBI has been investigating something, and today, Hardin said he believes they were investigating one of Busby's clients and also his client, Deshaun Watson, which he has now found out that he, he, he had been unaware of that component of it. And Watson told me that for months they've been talking to uh, – I should say Busby told me that for months they've been talking to him, the FBI, and his clients about this case. Do you think that it's a little bit strange that there hasn't been any movement from from the league or any, you know, the Houston Police Department so 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 far? Because there are so many allegations, which is like 
alarming, right? But then there are so many allegations that it seems weird, too, considering the timing of him wanting to be out of the city, the connections. I I just think that there's so many moving parts to, to, to this. Is that why the FBI is investigating this at this point? Well, possibly. So what I can tell you is that Tony Busby said to me, listen, had his Watson's people spoken respectfully to me and my client, the one client he had initially, Ashley Solis, who ended up coming forward publicly and doing a press conference, when he had reached out to Watson's people to say, talk about settlement, had they entertained that and spoke to him and his client and been respectful, he he says he wasn't trying to extort money. They were just trying to confidentially, you know, handle the matter. He doesn't believe any of these other women would have come forward because he said they all came forward to him after watching his first client go public. So for people who say, you know, this is some sort of conspiracy, I don't believe it is. I, I, do, I do find that persuasive that one person comes forward and then more people start to come forward. So, you know, I, I think that it's definitely spiraled with the, with, in terms of the NFL I believe they're not doing anything because there are so many investigations, and I believe the investigations, at least on the uh, Houston PD side, may be delayed if if the feds are involved. If, in fact, the feds are involved, they will usually take the lead. Nobody wants to interfere in anyone's investigation. That means the NFL doesn't want to interfere in the criminal investigations. The state doesn't want to interfere in the federal. So sometimes the state and the federal work together. So there could be a lot of different things going on that we just don't know about. So really dumb question. Is there any difference between what a federal investigation would involve and a local investigation outside of obviously the, you know, physical people that are actually doing the investigation? Yeah, the the charges would be totally different if they were brought. It would be a separate case. There might be some crossover in terms of the agencies working together to share evidence. Um, But typically... They would be two separate investigations with separate charges. And, and just as a reminder, I, I know I have to keep saying this, but it's important that he's innocent until proven guilty. He hasn't been charged with anything right now. His attorney is claiming that the investigation is about was initially about Busby's client. Now he's saying he believes they're just looking at Watson as well so that they can cover both sides of the coin and cover their bases. But he doesn't believe his client did anything wrong. Yeah, this is probably one of the most bizarre cases that we've had of a professional athlete because Mm -hmm. some of some of them have been more cut and cut and dry. There have been video evidence, all all, all of this. And then there are things like that. Who was paying for the hotel room that some of these uh, massages were 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 at that the Houston Texans may have been paying for it. All all sorts of things. Um, so like, that's the thing that makes it even more murky. So are the Houston Texans who have been a hundred percent hush on this, mm-hmm. how is their exposure being that they were potentially paying for the hotel room that some of these alleged incidents may have taken place at, or not, like, how does that play into it? It's a major problem. If they were aware of what was going on, if somebody within the organization who's an employee was helping pay for either a hotel room or a massage table or facilitate anything with knowledge of what was going on, then the organization would be liable for that. So it's a big problem. I think why this is so bizarre is because 
you have this idea of the Internet, interstate activity going on via a social media channel like Instagram, where Watson was connecting with these people. There's a lot of enforcement right now, especially at the federal level, over cracking down on the illegal use of the Internet to acquire you know, sex acts, whether it's solicitation of prostitution, prostitution, trafficking. Now, Deshaun Watson may not have done any of that, but the federal agencies are very, very involved in those types of cases. So if they smell something that involves the Internet, that involves all these different women, they're alleging sexual assault and sexual harassment, and they're alleging this guise of it's going to be a massage, but now I'm getting money and he really wants sex, the feds are going to get involved in that. So I think they're exploring what really happened. And if you've got a guy who's flying people from one state to another, if you've got things going on in massage rooms, things going on in uh, salons, I mean, it's like all over the place are the allegations. So they might be looking at it like an operation. Was this an operation? Doesn't mean it was, but I think that's why they're involved in looking into it. Incredible story. Amy Dash, Fox Sports Radio legal analyst, joining Aaron Torres and George Reister in for Doug Gottlieb today. Um, Amy, you know, one thing George and I were just talking about was strictly from the football perspective. We understand, as you said, innocent until proven guilty. The legal system has to play itself out. But George and I were just kind of talking about this idea that Deshaun Watson is at camp right now. He's not participating. Um, You know, the, the coaching staff is having to answer questions about him on a near daily basis. And from the sounds of things, if the FBI has now taken the lead on the investigation, Investigation, and they might the um, you know the, the local authorities might not even be able to investigate until the federal authorities are done. Is it smart to believe that this legal process is going to take? It's gonna. It feels like it's going to take a while. And this idea that we're just going to keep Deshaun in training camp. So if if this blows over, and we're not assuming that it will, but if it does, he'll either be ready to go or we can trade him. From a football perspective, it does not seem like uh, this thing is going to wrap up anytime soon. Right. Uh, it's definitely a distraction. But if you look at the other side of the coin, it's certainly fair to him to to have a policy of we're going to let the legal process play out. And once there's a criminal finding, if there's a criminal finding, if there's an indictment, what have you, the NFL policy says someone's accused of sex assault, someone's accused of domestic violence. The second that a charge comes down or an indictment comes down, that player goes on the exempt list. But that hasn't happened here, and it may never happen. It may, may not. So letting him play and not penalizing him is a fair thing to do even though it's very distracting. But you're right, this could go on for a while. What's really unusual here is that when the FBI is investigating something, you normally do not find out about it, okay? And then also, if there's a grand jury convening, you also never find out about that, hardly ever, unless they decide that they want to indict someone. Sometimes the person, most of the time, I should say, the person who's being indicted doesn't know till they're told they've just been indicted. So to have all these leaks, it's definitely related to him being so high profile. It's really unusual, and that's sort of why it's become so distracting rather than you know just letting the criminal justice uh, system play out. It's supposed to be all done secretly until there's a determination. Uh- what what do you think that the timeline is that we're looking for uh, in terms of the grand jury? And if there is not an indictment on the grand jury, how does that then play out? Do you think for Deshaun Watson in terms of him potentially being able to be back on the field? I think he'll be on the field if there are no criminal charges 
and then the NFL will let the civil process play itself out as it has done with other cases. I think that um, the indictment process, if in fact it even happens, if the grand jury does decide to hand down an indictment, I think it'll come pretty quickly. But, but again, that's considering that there's nothing else going on, and now we know there's, a, there's an FBI investigation. So that could delay the grand jury um, if they do decide to indict. If they don't decide to indict, then I think he's got to just, you know, he'll play until the FBI resolves this investigation. But it's impossible to put a timeline on this, to be honest with you. It could be weeks. It could be months. It could be tomorrow. We have no idea how far along these investigations are. Unbelievable stuff. Amy Dash, Fox Sports Radio legal analyst. You can see her interview with Tony Busby at LeagueOfJustice.com. And make sure to follow Amy on Twitter at Amy Dash. I'm sorry. There's uh, Amy Dash TV. That's what I thought it was. My computer froze there momentarily. Amy Dash TV. I appreciate it. On, on Twitter, League of Justice is the website. Amy, thank you so much for the time. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, 
I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. George, I want to get back to college football. I want to get to college football. I don't want to get back because we haven't been there yet. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, I don't think people realize we are 10 days away. From the start of the season, the first day of the season, they call it week zero. There are only a handful of games. Uh, don't everybody get excited at once. My alma mater, UConn, is playing at Fresno State, so everybody uh, rearrange your schedule for that one. But the marquee game of that weekend, of week zero, and again, it's only a handful of games, is actually Nebraska-Illinois. And and I believe this game was supposed to be played overseas. That's why it was initially scheduled for the uh, you know prior to the start of the season. But it is now going to be here back in the States at Illinois in Champaign, 1 p.m. Eastern time on Fox. And we got some interesting news here, George, over the last couple hours as uh, Brett McMurphy, who's now with Action Network, reported that Scott Frost, Nebraska are under some NCA, uh, you know, under an NCA microscope for some rules violations. They have to do with uh, analysts. For people who don't know analysts, they're kind of uh, paid assistant coaches who don't actually coach. They help the coaching staff, but apparently at Nebraska, there's reason to believe that they were on the field coaching players, which is against NCA rules. And on top of that, uh, Nebraska was reportedly conducting off-season workouts during COVID, early in the process of COVID, when nobody was allowed to be gathering, getting together, working out. Obviously, the NCAA allowed athletes to come back to campus last June, but this would have been before last June. Nebraska's strength and conditioning coach was reportedly, this is according to the Action Network, Brett McMurphy, conducting workouts. Uh, George, your first reaction, and then uh, I'll let it piggyback to you because you're so plugged in in the Pac-12. You played at Oregon, and I know that you kind of sniffed out this this situation at Arizona State where Herm Edwards and his staff are now accused of recruiting violations during COVID. So you could start with Nebraska, take it to Arizona State, but a fascinating story for just a program that was a one-time iconic program that cannot get out of its own way right now. Yeah, Nebraska has one of the best fan bases that, that there is in the country. They've, they've sold out every game since what, like 1962 or something like that? Yes, and they've been terrible for the last, what, better part of a decade? Just absolutely terrible by Nebraska standards. They don't have an identity. They haven't had a top-tier quarterback. This has just gone down just a bad, uh, a bad, bad way. And then to to make it even worse, like this, this is how far Nebraska has fallen, that they were trying to that they were looking for opponents behind the athletic director's back to, <laughs> I remember this, to, yeah. to try to replace the Oklahoma game. Do you this year? Do you oh, realize okay. how bad it is that you're trying to replace a game against your former biggest rival in Oklahoma, this was a big-time rivalry, but you were scared to play the game. After Scott Frost last year was like, we'll play anybody, anywhere, and then get the doors blown off you pretty much every single week. But as far as the recruiting violations go, the reason why this is a big deal is because it did happen during, during the pan- pandemic. They moved their weight room and workouts to a a secret place but somebody filmed them probably one of the players because that actually makes sense because you have 110 players 
who are supposed to be there. And it's and, the beginning of COVID. Nobody correct. really knows much, but continue. Go ahead. Yeah, and you can't keep 110 people happy. So uh, somebody wasn't happy about forced to being be out there, and they probably recorded it, and they turned it in. So it wasn't just the strength and conditioning coach. It was the fact that the analysts were running practice. So now you have a double via violation, and th- this is a case of – Football coaches, this is why football coaches, Eric, can't be trusted with the health and safety of their team, health and safety of the kids, any of that, because they are football coaches. They have millions of dollars on the line, and that creates a conflict of interest. And then that goes to, um, and and mind you, this is a big deal for Nebraska. If this is, if the videotape evidence that, that they say has Scott Frost on it, all of this stuff, He's already on the hot seat. They're going to be able to fire him with cause yep. and not pay him all the rest of the money out. So they may be uh, getting an, uh, a, you know, a freebie right, right uh, now. And then you look at the Arizona State situation where they flew kids in during COVID, had them in the facility, in the facility. Taking pictures with Herm Edwards. Yes, like so so it so we're in the middle of a pandemic. You fly people in who haven't been covid tested. All of this, you bring them into the building. All of, and it's during the dead period when you're not supposed to be doing it and that's just to make sure that all that it creates fairness amongst the other teams. So you've had David Shaw, the coach at Stanford, other coaches other places go on the record condemning what Arizona State did. They are on tape still in still in boxes. And then it's very interesting. You when when you look at what happened last year with with the protocols, let let's just look at college football in general. Last year they put protocols in testing, uh a- antigen testing, regular antigen testing, and then if you test positive, PCR tests, all of that. And that was put in place to make sure that teams would not have outbreaks. So here is what went because people talk, talk about do your own research, common sense, all of this stuff. Now, what does common sense tell you about this? So that there are that there was protocols put in place to make sure that teams didn't have to miss multiple games in a row, especially not more than two weeks in in, in a row. Right. So if you have a team miss three four weeks in in a row there is something that you do have to look at and wonder if protocols were were followed and i think that 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 speaks for itself and everybody can quote unquote do their own research from from there aaron well i mean there's a lot to peel back there and i I think to me the interesting thing is as you said you know first of all scott frost the 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 ad came out today and said uh there is a new ad trev alberts who played at nebraska in the nfl uh you know he came out and said this this active investigation predates me he became aware of it after he started uh, you know congrats on (laughs) on on the successful first day uh you know here's an apple for your desk and also this ncaa investigation going down Hey, as soon, as soon as he took the job, imagine him being like, as soon as he leaves the press conference, they'll be like, hey, yo, uh, we need to talk. Well, and what, what I'll tell you this is that, 
you know, the previous AD and you and I are, are both, I, I think, pretty plugged in in the college sports realm. And so I'm glad that you're on with me today because we can kind of nerd out on this a little bit. And I know if, we're, we're doing it in the spirit of Doug, who I know would nerd out on this stuff, too, if he was here. Uh, but, you know, I think part of it was something that I go back to now was that the AD uh, who was at Nebraska uh, pr- previously, he kind of retired in haste. And yes. he was the guy. Bill, that, Bill Moose. Correct. And you know you're a Pac-12 guy. He came from Washington State. And, you and, know, and he was at Oregon prior to that. Yes, and so you know, this was a guy that you know he's making a lot of money. It's the it's the Big Ten. Um, you know, it, it's it is a prominent job. Nebraska is a great athletic department, great support, as you said, George. They have championship programs and stuff other than football. Uh, but he retired, and it, it did seem in haste. Now, in hindsight, thinking about it, and so I'll just say this is it's it's a fascinating layer. Um, you know, Scott Frost let go of some people this off season, and you wonder if they're more willing to talk now. Now, uh, that they're no longer under his purview and you don't know how much can be directly linked back to Scott Frost but at the same time as you and I both know um, you know the, the head coach is responsible for his staff and so yep. what is so interesting to me is exactly what you just said is that I still think the fan base Nebraska fans are loyal to a fault as you said basically have sold out every home game since the 1960s even though there hasn't been much to cheer for in the last three you know probably 15 or so years um but you know I, I think they were still giving Scott Frost the benefit of the doubt give him time it's gonna take time but now you have this investigation the team stinks there's no real reason to think they're gonna be any better now than they were say uh, a year ago and uh, you know I'm just sitting there saying like you said the possibility exists that you can fire Scott Frost with cause and so it's just going to be a fascinating couple weeks in the lead up to their week zero game against Illinois. And then just the season after that, George, because I'll just say as a college football fan and I've seen, you know, Tom Osborne, the iconic coach, say this is that when Scott Frost got there, I think we all thought he's going to be the guy. He's going to bring Nebraska back. And if Scott Frost is out I don't know where this program goes from there, and I don't think there's ever reason to really believe that Nebraska is going to be able to compete at the top of the sport the way that they did for the 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s. Uh, It's just, if Scott Frost can't do it, nobody can, and it doesn't look like he's going to do it, and there might not even be a chance that he finishes this job as we thought he would. See, I, now, now that I don't agree with, which is that if Scott Frost can't do it, nobody can. Scott Frost went down to UCF. Yes, he did a tremendous job. But there's a big difference in rebuilding what was done at UCF versus what's going on at Nebraska. It's it's different. It's different being a not being a group of five school going to a power five school. We've we saw it happen with Willie Taggart. We've we we've seen it happen with a bunch of other coaches as well who've made that jump and haven't had that same success as they had at the group of five level. And N- Nebraska first thing doesn't it feel like they're in the wrong conference? Oh, a thousand percent, yes. They're in the Big Ten, but they should really be in the Big 12. They should go back now, try to get out. (laughs) No, dude, they're they're not running away from the money now. I know. They they are going to try to rebuild. And now, instead of trying, they, Nebraska fell into the same trap that Michigan fell into, 
we got to hire a Michigan man. Same trap USC fell into. We well, got to hire real, somebody. Real Dude, quick, you I, do I, not, don't, I don't no blame call. them for hiring Scott Frost. Scott Frost was an in-demand yes, guy. Yes, correct. Florida wanted Very. Scott yep. Frost. So go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off, but that is an important distinction is I don't think they hired him because he – being a Nebraska guy was a key element, but he was also in-demand that offseason. And it was actually seen – and I know you know this, George, but for our audience that aren't diehard college football fans, it was seen as a big win for Nebraska and the Big Ten that he chose Nebraska over Florida. Yes. Yeah, but in, in reality, if he had to do it all over again, maybe he chooses Florida. <laughs> I think he probably would only, only because he knew the recruiting there. He's He hasn't put together stellar recruiting classes since he's been there. Like, that that hasn't been good for him so so now and and mind you the state of nebraska it is not plush with elite athletes in terms of the um skill position players but when it comes to linemen offensive linemen defensive linemen tight ends linebackers you have a plenty of them there and he's not done a particularly great job recruiting there so in 2021 they finished uh, 20th in recruit in recruiting in 2020 they finished 20th in recruiting which is which is not terribly bad but if you are looking to be in the elite of the elite you do want to finish higher um, oh well and he finished in 20, 2019 he finished seven, 17th so you would you would think at least that they would be better on on paper but something is truly going wrong well and the thing that would concern me if I was a Nebraska fan is that he appears you know he's fired his big thing when he came was I'm bringing everybody with me at UCF that made me successful Um, and he's now firing a lot of those people and at a certain point uh, there's only so many other people that you can fire before uh, you know they come after you and as you said George uh, this is now just uh, you know he is now in the position where the university look they're going to stand by him as long as they can but they really do have that get out of jail free card where if they believe that there is enough to fire him for cause they can I don't know that they will but Nebraska Illinois how about that for a season opener you think it's it's on Fox you think Gus and Joel are not going to have plenty to talk about uh in the lead up to that Dude, Im- imagine imagine if Nebraska loses that football game Oh my lord! It, all I'll say, Illinois might be no disrespect. May, might be the worst team in the certainly in the Big Ten. One of the worst teams in the Power Five this year. Brett Bielema, former Arkansas coach, has taken over at Illinois. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. 
until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.